Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, really do butcher the English language, don't I? Tuncho always used to say. I mean, I wouldn't call it as much as a butcher butchering as it is a massacre, but okay. <laughs> Pish posh. Yeah, that, you know. Let's not get into the ceramics of it, shall we? Yes, exactly. Hey, listen, half a dozen in one hand, six in the other. Yeah, there you um, go. But. We are seeing some good movement, so that is a good sign that things are starting to clear up because it was very, as you called it, schmutzy earlier. Yes, very, very schmutzy. Very gray, um, and it, it was raining up until really until our show started. Yeah. Um, and there was no tarp on the field, so we don't have nope. any tarp report. Nope. But, um, but things are draining pretty well as of right now, and uh, lines are being drawn, so you have to be encouraged by that. And I think – you know that, that that's the right way. You got to you got to finish on the main field. You don't want to oh, because no I saw question. them kind of yeah. thinking about the option of the upper field. Right, right. Um, the nobody wants to go on the artificial because you that, do not want to touch the turf unless you absolutely yeah. have to in the stadium. That just kind of um, aggravates your knees and your back and stuff well, like that. Uh, the whole uh, uh, the whole chain, right? The whole lower chain, mm-hmm. ankles, knees, hips is like it's all right. related. So you you feel everything on the turf, and that's a pretty, and that's not crown turf. Either. That's just flat turf. That's flat. And Flat as my head. Well, you have a little roundness. <laughs> There's a slope to it. Ish. Downhill slope. Yeah, exactly. Not quite, not quite the old yeah, Dallas that, Stadium, but the, you know the, the Cro Magna <laughs> yeah. forehead. Yeah, yeah, the Dome Magnet. You know the problem. <laughs> the, pro- the problem with being bald is that when you go to wash your face, you're not quite sure where you stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just one of the complications. A little higher, no, yeah. a little higher. Keep going. I can still feel it all. <laughs> that's that, and that. That's when you just you just run the water on your head in the shower. There you go. You just like okay, I'm just gonna there let this go. happen. Uh, there, that, there's no resistance though. I mean, it, it hits the head and goes all the way down. That's right. There you go. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, so you know, looking at that, that's always that's always a bright spot um, when you can have a practice full access to a full field as opposed to the makeshift field. That just gets a little tedious and annoying. Yes. And, you know, like on the south side, right? Because the south side, is not, there's no 100-yard fields. No. On the south side, they're all 70 yeah. yards. They're, they're miniaturized. So, yeah, they're miniaturized. I mean, the width is legal, but, yes, correct. but the distance is not. No. So you kind of get kind of get fooled into, oh, my gosh, th- I, can, I can run a touchdown on a go route every <laughs> single time. And as a lineman, you're like, man, these 100s are easy. Yeah. It's because they're 70, dude. They're 70. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which I am totally guilty of this. When I first got there, I was like, man, I'm going to just run some hundreds, you know, because I know that's, that's our conditioning test. And I was running on the field. And I'm like, man, these are, you know, I, I think I'll be fine. I tell Marcel Pasteur, the head strength coach, he was the assistant at the time. I'm like, Sal, man, I'm about, I'm about to crush this test. He's like, yeah, wh- wh- where have you been practicing? Man, I've been running on the field at the south side, and I've been breezing by. Man, I, 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 you know, I, I hate to say this. It might be pretty easy. He, was, <laughs> he, he, he just comes over to me. He's like, he's like Max, it's just a word of caution. The field is only 70 yards long. <laughs> oh, did you not want to hear that one? Uh, I was like, okay, I need to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because you know what? It panics you. Yeah. You're going, I thought I was all ready. I thought I was in shape. I, I thought I was good. totally prepared for what I had to encounter when I come up for this conditioning test. And now, Gadzooks, you're telling me that the field is only – I'm like losing 30% of my conditioning. Yeah. Oh, man. I've lost about 300 yards of training. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easily. So, all right. So I need to run more than what I was running and do it in faster time. Okay, gotcha. Um, but, 
But yeah, I mean, it's it, it, I mean, out here though, I mean, plenty of space. I mean, you see the three full size football fields out yes. here, plus that turf field. Um, th- this is the forge. The, the forge. Th- this is this is the head of research and development for the summertime Steelers. <laughs> the smelting of the iron. Yes, it happens out here. And one of the things you were talking about, um, let's bring it up, Kendrick Green. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ha- Kendr- ha- yeah. Had, had a little bit of a rough time on he Friday. He did indeed. He's one of the guys that. You know, the thing with Kendrick, and I, I look at this, you know, some guys are in need of redemption, okay? They totally messed it all up and everything like that and whatever. But some, it's a reckoning, and that's about upsetting things correct. And the thing about it is, this young man has the talent, and I've seen him do the things that, that would make an, an NFL center make a, a, a guy NFL capable. You know what I mean? At center. And it's just, it's the practical application on a daily, rep by rep, day by day, game by game thing. We saw him on Sunday, one-on-ones, I forgot who he was locked up with, but it was a, a considerable massive man. Uh, and he, three of the best pass sets I've ever seen him take. It's like all of a sudden, it came together for him. And I know he's still got issues with the snap. I can't help but root for him, especially, you know, with all the other things going on. But, you know, the thing about it is he, he actually had three beautiful, like I've always imagined, you know, this is how you snap that ball, you get that hand up, you punch, you lock out, you squat on the bull rush, that sort of thing, you know. So he's one of those guys that, you know, is in need of a little bit of reckoning, maybe a little bit of redemption. We'll see. But he's one of the guys that is going to have an opportunity this Saturday. Would you say he's your Huckleberry? Yep, he's my Huckleberry. Yeah, I was going with Tombstone quotes because you said yeah, it's well, a reckoning. Boy, I'll tell you what. Have you been to Tombstone? I have. I it's, have been to Tombstone, Arizona. We were down there last year when we went down to visit Ronnie and did the Grand Canyon. Tombstone is tremendous. The birdcage right there. Yeah. I mean, where, you know, you had uh, uh, Wyatt Earp and, and uh, what's his name? Doc Holliday. Yeah, Doc Holliday right there. Just That's where it was at. Big Nose Kate. Yeah, that big, was Doc's girlfriend. Yeah, that was his girl. She yeah. did have a big nose. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying he called her big nose, Kate. Yeah, so I mean, you got the big nose. If you're going to be called big nose, yeah, you can't have you, you, you can't, can't have, have a little nose. nose no, little nose. you got to have a schnoz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you know what it was. That it was uh, Michael Bolton. She and Michael Bolton would have made a real pair. Yeah, I don't know if they could have ever kissed though. Nah, yeah, you know what? Tough. You could a little. Yeah, that would be a little bit difficult because you got that. It's yeah. almost like a horizontal unicorn thing going. Yeah, on. you can't quite go straight in. No, no, you, you got you, you, you can't be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to. Uh, uh, you might get uh, a crick uh, in your neck while you're like a, making the yeah, approach. Yeah, you got a little X technique to yeah. get in there. Yeah, no, okay. I feel you, but um, but yeah, like Boot Hill as well. Oh, that's real, That's amazing. Yeah. CJ was at Boot Hill with me and yeah, mom and the rest of the kids, and of course we got t- Max got a T-shirt. Our Maximus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta get a T-shirt. Boot Hill. Yeah, no, but yeah, Tombstone by far one of my top five all-time movies. So, great movie, but you know we look at those type of redemptive type times. Yes, and and you know sometimes you got you got to let people know, hey, listen, I never left. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm here. I've been in the woodshed, and I'm good. And that's what we're hoping, you know, for Kendrick Green that he can really show his skill set because I think he offers just he's dynamic. But, Man, the, but like he's you said, explosive and when you're yeah. at center, it's tougher to – it has to be a controlled dynamic. It is, yes. Because you, you, have to get, you have to get the group set, 
you got to get the mic point and you got to get the snap before you can show off those skills. Well, so you're directing lot, traffic and then you've yeah. got to do the things that are, you know, you got to you got a football that you got to snap and one of the most unusual dynamics you'll find out there is the difference with you've got a 350 pound cheese whopper sitting on your snap hand. Braden right? Fehoko. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you got this big dude ready to unload Keanu on Benton. you. You have to have the delicacy to snap that ball back, the the motor skills, the minutia motor skills to snap that thing seven yards back and at the same time to commence battling with a 350-pound cheese whopper. With one hand. With one, yes. And then you get the second hand back. Yes, and you got to get a snap. Well, one hand's (laughs) got to go out, come up, and then you got to get both hands there. Yes, you're exactly right. It's a dynamic that I'm glad that I didn't have to – Master Neither one of us had to master. We, no. we we got canceled out before we started. That's right. You like, know no, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> Left-handed, you're done. Yep, exactly. Nope, can't, nothing else to see here. <laughs> move no, along. Yeah, move along. Business as usual. Hey, practice those other positions on the line. <laughs> the less skilled positions. Yes, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly, even though. I, I, you know, when, when you hear people, I, it irks me when you hear people say, you know, you didn't play a skilled position. I go, yeah, you know, you know, third and 12, you stand up there, tackle. You got a 300-pounder out there that you're giving a seven-yard run. Tell me that's not skill in stopping that beefalo and putting him yeah. on the ground. Yeah, the you te- want to see skill, brother. That's that, skill. That's skill and technique. Yes. So I mean, you know, if you don't want to call us skilled players, you can't say that we're not technical players. And I think that's one of the things. You yes, we don't touch the football, you know, in moments to advance it. But when stuff goes down, guess what? You'll be happy if we touch the football because that means it's either a fumble or something bad happened, and and, and we had to go rectify it. It's like we give the rest of you guys one job. Keep the football amongst yourselves while we go and protect for you. Yes. And sometimes you can't do that well. <laughs> That's true. That yeah. is so very that is true. true. We're like it's it's like it's like being the uh, the bulldozer operator on a construction site. You know. Well, I dare say that we have we gonna have a nice practice today because the sun is out. There's a breeze blowing, and all the groundskeeping dudes are doing the groundskeeping things that make you think that the the grounds are ready to do a practice. Yeah, they're keeping the ground safe. No question about they it. Are, they are doing that, and I, I'm excited about that. Another guy. Okay, tell me another guy. This one's more so keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Elijah Riley. <sighs> Thank you. I'm so glad you spoke of West Point Fury. West yes. Point Fury at its finest because we saw him make plays on the special teams. I believe yeah. he was covering a punt. He just lit a dude up. We've seen him be able to be uh, pass – uh, pa- um, pass coverage capable yeah. from the nickel position and, and the safety stop. and, and run a stop. run stopper. Yeah, and he comes downhill. And the thing about him is, he's—I don't know—he just seems to keep showing up. He's a tough guy. Like I said, he's West Point. When you go come from West Point, it is—it's a tough place to to play. He was captain of the Army uh, football team. That says something about his leadership skills because that entire institution is all about producing leadership in the military. Yeah, you know, and 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 for him to be able to come out and, and lead in such a significant way in a in a position, I, I just I find it terrific. Matter of fact, um, I was uh, checking with my son uh, Kyle Jacob, and he was a professor there for three years, a, a teacher mm-hmm. there, and um, he he was trying to remember. He was going through his things, trying to see if he he crossed paths with Elijah, you know, in yeah. one of his classes. 
Yeah. And so it would be interesting to see if he did or didn't. I, he, he was just checking it out back when I, I told him uh, like a week ago or so. Okay. But we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find but out. But, you know, the thing about it is it, it, it's a great story to be able to come from West Point from a service academy, being able to come here and uh, be able to uh, have an opportunity to get yourself on the roster. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think he's making a very good case for himself thus far. I had the chance of actually talking with him Did you? Uh, yesterday in the CAF. Um, we, were, we were brunching because on the day off brunching. they do that brunch-lunch combo. Got it. Um, and, man, what a fantastic kid. I Seemed mean, like a unique individual. We were in the omelet station, and, oh. uh, and, and you know, it's funny. What you get for I, your omelet? Well, I, I, of course, there was bacon involved. Oh, yeah. Always bacon. Spinach and mushrooms. Oh, okay. Um, Not bad. As well. So, and I did it as a scramble. I didn't go full omelet. I wanted no? a scramble okay. yesterday. And, uh, and it was delicious. Oh, it sounds good. But, uh, but while I was in the line, you know, we're both sitting there waiting for omelets, and he goes – He's like, hey, 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 you know, hey, sir. Uh, he said, sir, and I was like, oh man, I'm old. Yep. I was like, sir's my dad, but um, he was like, he's like, I've been seeing you around. He's like, what? He's like, what do you do here for the team? And so I explained. I to eat. Him. Yeah, was, uh, I, forage I forage a lot. It. That's why you see me at every meal. Yes, you never miss me there. Now you might miss me on the football field, <laughs> but uh, I'm at every meal on time. Uh, but no, I was telling him I was a team sideline reporter, and I was like, yeah, so you'll see me on the sidelines for every. He's like, oh, man, that's awesome. He's like, so did you play? I was like, yeah, I played here. Kind of went through. He's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, man, that's so awesome. I was, I was, I was like, yeah, man, you know, love being a part of the team. But you were a sideline non-combat. Sideline non-combat. That's, that's it, the way. It, it says sideline reporter roving the sideline. Okay. See, I just always referred to myself as, as a sideline side non-combat. And, and that's your key phrase, and every time I have to use it, I feel like I have to make sure that I'm paying off the intellectual properties of that. Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's as, universal, as, as Craig Wolfley would say. I bequeathed say, it to you. Thank you. Thank you. See, look look at that. When you when you come into the locker room, you know, you, you get bequeathed cool stuff. And sure. Sideline non-combatant. I love that phrase. <laughs> so, as we're talking, you know, I was, like, I was like, man, I was like, you know, how cool is it, you know, to go to West Point? Because like, I, I, I told him, I said, I called a couple of your games back right. when you were in college. Because I did. I called uh, – Called the Army UTSA game when they came to okay. um, when they came to UTSA for the military day, um, and that that's what they kind of dubbed that day for that game because Army UTSA? came to UTSA? University of Texas San Antonio. Ah, the Roadrunners. Okay. I got it. the Roadrunners. Very good. Yeah, and they and they played the Black Knights, and I was telling them about that. And then one of my one of my um, old teammates from college, um, and I'm going to mess this up because I forgot Daryl's last name. Oh, but but Daryl's actually on the staff at. at um, at at um, West Point, and he actually was one of the assistant DB coaches, so he knew he knew my old teammate. Um, and so I was talking about, I was like, man, I was like, I would love I to call a game there. You, yeah, I got to ask about Kyle. Yeah, you See do. If he, yeah, if you got to ask. He, uh, remembers Kyle. He, now I will say this: he has also very impressive hair. I love his Does afro. He? he has afro. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So it, it is it is pretty pretty glorious. It brought me back to my old days. Did you when ever wear an afro and a helmet? Oh yeah. Does it cushion your head more? It it well, it also makes it tougher to get your helmet on. Okay. I'll say that much. All I right. mean, so it is a cushion, but the heat starts to heat up real quick in there when you got all that hair compressed in there. That's the one thing I notice about a helmet now. Like uh, you know, when you're when you're bald like this, kind of it's a little greasier on your head. Yeah, it, there, there's no, no, there's no sweat absorption. No, none. Yeah, no, it's just it comes straight down your face like like a windshield in a rainstorm, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you ever see Isaac Sumawo? 
Yeah. He's got it on top. You know, yeah, the wrap little top knot. Yeah. Yeah. How does he? How? I don't know. I I think he I think he pulls it back in a ponytail on okay. game day. I'm not sure, uh, but of course, you know what? I will get the intel come Saturday. Okay. Because I was not paying attention. Well, to that. you know what? With Troy, you always wondered. You know, Troy, he he he'd let the hair flow. Back. Oh yeah, the hair flow. I mean, it covered covered his covered his nameplate. Yeah. On the back, and then of course, then there was that whole ruling and decision that. The hair is now a part of the uniform. So guys, True. Were, and remember, guys were pulling his hair. Yes, I remember that. I was like, "What is wrong with people?" Well, the thing about it, if you reach out and you grab the hair, I mean, when you're, I can understand it happening. Incidental contact. Yeah, incidental. But it, it was like guys were then going directly for yeah, it, like yeah, trying to pull yeah, his hair. Yeah. And I'm like, "You can't do that, guys." Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's one bogus. of the things. You get pissed off, and luckily he had, he had the buddies yeah. on the field to defend him. And he's got deep roots up there. Yeah, he does. He does because he's still doing head and shoulders commercials. His hair yes. still looks glorious. Oh, he, it is. Yeah. yeah, I love him and Pat Mahomes together. Because Pat, they, they were doing. Like, I know, even the Pat does do leg day. Yeah, it was. It was. The, it was like the shampooing and the mini Troy. <laughs> like, I love mini Troy because <laughs> Troy's out there with glasses, like in the hair follicles. <laughs> it looks clean here. I love mini Troy. <laughs> you know, it, it is good. It is really yeah, good. Yeah, Pat Mahomes is happy that mini Troy is not big Troy playing in the league because. I don't think Pat would like him that much. No, not, it wouldn't Chiefs. be that exciting. Hey, just be. remember what he did to his roommate, Carson Palmer. That is true. That Wrecked is true. Him. Wrecked him. And, I, and we'll get Wrecked to another him. story. Darn near killed him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, because I met both of them at USC and when they were ah, roommates. That's so right. That's a whole different story. But we're going to step aside here. We have uh, kicked off hour two. More to come here inside the locker room with Wolf and Starks. St. Vincent's College, Latrobe, PA. We'll be back in a minute. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, look at the beautiful sunshine here, Max. Yes. Oh, man, you got to love that. It's beautiful out here today. And welcome, everybody. It's a 155 practice today. The boys will be out there in full pads, right? We got to come out after a day off. So they got to be out there going in full pads, and it'll be a great, you know, time to watch. I, just look at the, you got nice breeze blowing across. We might have a wind chill here. He said yeah. it was only seventy-eight. Ah, good, good grief! Yeah, That'll be yeah. nice, man. Yeah, that's going to be a downright beautiful day, Wolf. I would say so. We can get some serious work done today. Yes, you can. The lather will be well. They can. Well, they can, yes. Yeah, we, we will never get that type of work. No, the only no, work done. we get is if we go in a weight room or we walk yeah. to the cafeteria the long way. Right. Yeah, we we go up behind the, the buildings and stuff. We add extra uh, steps to for our fat guy steps. Of the yeah, day, you got to you know? get, get your fat guy 10,000. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have that. So, so, yeah. But they will have a plenty of work, and I think – the environment to actually get some really good work because Absolutely. you know when the weather's a little bit lighter it makes for an easier day um and i feel like you can go more full speed no question about it and it's going to be you know in preparation for the bills coming in one of the areas that is i think has been strengthened and that the steelers are going to need the you know a little settle in time there to get it is going to be at the inside linebacker position you're you're how, how did you see Cole Holcomb? Because I saw him. I was interested because, you know, the guy that I thought starred there was Quan Alexander. Quan was the guy. I mean, yeah. you just saw him fill up. a hole, you know, do some things. Now, he, he did whiff in a hole one time on a power. 
They brought a guard around. I think he attacked with the wrong shoulder. Or if he attacked with the right shoulder, then somebody else messed up and did not fill their gap. Yeah. Um, so so that, that's one. But, you know, I, again, I go back to that hit. I know that you can't lead with your head and everything like that. But it's to do what he had to do to hit that guy and then try to bend your head off to one side, I'm sorry. That's just yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. And, and, once again, it's a game-time, split-second decision. Yeah, it just happens so fast. It's different if he comes from, like, 10 yards out. Yep. And he's, he's lining him up, you know, like crosshairs. Right. And then delivering that head. Ball was swung. He had about a two- to three-step moment to make a decision. And you saw him duck the head, but I felt like he did try and – he tried to turn his head to the right on contact. So it wasn't That's like a full-on spear. Yeah, no, it's going to get you hurt. And listen, as a guy who had a neck injury for bending his yes. head to the side, yep. trying to quote-unquote protect himself, yes. I ended up you know, um, injuring my C4, C5. There you go. The vertebra in between. That's it. what bothers me. You know? So it's like, you, it's like more neck injuries when you're trying to lead in that area. And, yeah, not every not every situation is a low-wrap tackle where you get to lead with your hands and dive off to the – because you don't want to leave your feet. The biggest thing – and I thought with, with, uh, with, with um, Quan, he kept his feet planted and delivered the strike and then extended through contact. Yeah, it, it, was, a, it was a tackle. Just a, It was I, football. Yeah, it, it was. It was just football. That's all it and was. So, so, yeah, so, I mean, but, but you're right. Quan Alexander really starred on Friday night. Um, he had he had a heck of a game, and for a guy who did who was not originally on, did you hear that in the background? Yep. That's the paper that, that was the original roster. roster. Yep. Here, updated September, uh, July twenty sixth. Yes. He was not on this piece of paper when Isn't we started crazy? camp, so he came in late, and his impact has been felt thus far in camp, and also now on game footage, um, and really showed that that trio of, of uh, linebackers. And we could add a quad. I feel like because ninety three is coming along. Yes, but he's not. Boy, he had a good game too, though. I mean, he was all over the place. I mean, he. Was, I think he was second in the team in tackles. Yes. Um. In the to, in the total stats, I mean, he was flying around. I mean, he was making plays. We can actually look that up. Backfield you know. on the sidelines, up the field, and chasing pursuit. Um. So I mean, he had a heck of a day. Well, he was second behind James yeah, Pierre. Okay, that's what I thought. Who James Pierre was another guy who's you know he left a few plays on the field, he, as they he, say. He got a lot of throws in his direction. Yeah, though. I mean there was <laughs> yeah. a tremendous amount. You got ten tackles, literally yeah. ten tackles, ten tackles. But Mark Robinson was interesting because of the fact he had a couple hits. As I said, he was ex- as explosive as a sneeze, and you know what a sneeze is like. You know, yeah, I mean, that's just that's, po- that's power. That is power, and that's exactly what he delivered. Decleating a guy on one yeah. is just a beauty. Um, but the thing about it is, what I like, I saw Cole Holcomb on one play got came from behind and caught up on a on a swing pass, caught the guy. Another time I've seen him cover, just eating up grass, getting to his assignment. You know, he's fast. He runs. He's a run and hit guy. Um, now, again, to me, I think Quan is really making a move there. I think mm-hmm. he's he's got some serious abilities. Alandon Roberts, we know, is a downhill banger. We only saw him for a couple of snaps. I don't know why. Don't yeah. know if there was any, any, any sort of um, consideration for something that maybe uh, was is malfunctioning the start, or the starter type of thingy. Because I mean, he interviewed after the game. Yeah. So if you're an injured guy, you usually don't get 
True. You, you don't you don't get the press. So they just after. figured he looked good. Boom, two yeah. snaps and get ah, out. One series, we're good. Yeah, like right. I mean, he did his job. Yeah, he communicated. <laughs> he got the guys in place. Yep. They stop. They punt. He rests. Yes. I mean, essentially is what they thought. But I, I expect to see an expanded role for him come this game because we I all want to see more. We all want to see more of what more. he has to offer. And, I mean, it just gives you a better sense of what this linebacking core can do this year. Because, would you put your ones in for the first half? Uh, I would probably give him a quarter and a half. I wouldn't go full to – I mean, well, actually, you know what? I would love to see Kenny run a two-minute drill because he's been doing really good out here on the yes, two-minute drills. Yes, he's been absolutely so I would, and That's the only way you can get a two-minute drill out of him. Yep. I don't think we need to see Tanner Morgan. No, no. I think I think, I think we're okay. I, I really do think that um, a, a half would be good for guys. It would be. I would need something like that to know that I was I – was my, my conditioning Yeah, was, I was about to say, conditioning endurance test yeah. is really good for your linemen especially. Yeah. To see if they can handle it. Now, defensively, I'd be a little more cautious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we got guys that have enough experience. Yeah, like Cam, no. I yeah, wouldn't, Cam, no. Cam, TJ, no. Um, Minka, no. I would let I would let Cam play, though. Well, I would, no, no. I want him to play. Okay, all right. But I'm saying I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put him a half. No, no. Because I already know what he can do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just got a decade's worth of film to look at to understand <laughs> what he can do. Decade plus. Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, so – I wouldn't have him in, yeah, past probably the first quarter. Yeah. Probably play the defensive guys a quarter. Yeah. Let the starting offense kind of go a quarter and a half to see if they can get to that two-minute drill. Yeah. Um, and just to see the, the operation of it um, would be great because I think that, that that's still, once again, Kenny is such a young guy. Correct. The operation. The operation, the movement down the field. You know, you want that matriculation of the football, the Hank Stram approach, right? Yes. And a two-minute drill is a sure great opportunity. It. Huh? Sure. Well, sure got it in the opening drive, matriculating. Yeah, he matriculated down the field. Aside from the – I know the two-minute offense you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's, it's that's a different operation for a quarterback. Correct. Because everything's no huddle. You know, how do you – Hand when, signals. When, hand signals, when to spike, when not to spike. Yeah. How to operate, hurry up. Make sure you understand that the guy – you know, went upfield, but then went out of bounds going backwards as opposed to going forward, which is stop, stops the clock or not stops the clock. Because if you if you make a play and you're coming back towards the line of scrimmage and step out of bounds, clock keeps going. Mm-hmm. If you make it in going forward in a, in, a, in a, you know, forward direction or lateral, clock stops. You know, you think about that game, Cody White caught a good ball across the middle, broke, yeah. I think it was in the first half, yeah. Uh, broke the tackle and almost got to the out of bounds, and they still had enough t- time to clock it. Mason Rudolph came in, did well, a great job. And what Cody did there, which was a smart move, ran the ball back to the hash and yep. handed it to the ref. Yes. One of the things, if I'm going to be nitpicky here, Car- uh, Connor Hayward had the pass on the right-hand side right before that one. Oh, yeah. And he stopped and did his little first down thing and yep. left the ball there. Yeah. I was like, it just get it just. You got to learn from that. It gave me PTSD from Chase Claypool in Minnesota. There you go. And I was like, no, no, no. no. There's no celebration till you get in the end zone. That's it. Thank you. Or you're on the sidelines and you cheers with a Gatorade toast. You know, <laughs> that's when you celebrate. You don't celebrate before then. Get the ball to the line. Line up on the line of scrimmage. Get ready to go because the clock is running. You got tackled inbound, son. You know, and you got that clock, clock. They're screaming. They'll be out there. And you got to know when to clock it and kill it and when to call timeout. I never wanted to do that. Did you ever call timeout? Absolutely not. No. No. For what? No, I mean. I know I know how I feel. 
You yeah. know, I, I know how I feel, I but you. I also know I'm not messing up the flow. My no. my flow is different from the rest of the no, flow. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, no, no, no way. Nagana. <laughs> Nagana from the land Nagana. of Nagana. <laughs> Absolutely, no doubt about it. Getting back to uh, not burying, linebackers. What'd you say? Not burying the lead. That, yeah, that, not was, burying the good, lead. That's a good quote. Yes, uh, it is. But not burying the lead. One of the things I loved about Quan Alexander, aside from the hit, was his ability to attack the line of scrimmage. And I love the way he was able to disengage, get off the ball, and still do the things they need to do. Just a small sample, but we saw a lot there. Cole Holcomb's another. I, I look at this and I go, I wonder how they're going to divide the division of labor because I know they still want Mark Robinson to be in a position to grow. Yeah. Because I, well, I, I think, I think they, got, they got plans well, for him. In the well, future. here's the thing. I, I think – when you have the four that we have, because each of them brings a unique skill set, I think you package them depending on the opponent. Run-heavy team, I would love to see more a Landon Roberts, Mark Robinson. Yeah. Right? That's good. Then if you got a team that's more pass-savvy or uses a lot of running back, catch out of the backfield, misdirection, smoke screen, blah, 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 Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander do a great job as a tandem with – Talking about area quicks. Yep. So I think, you know, for Quan, Quan has short area quickness and, and explosiveness. And then you have Cole Holcomb who's sideline to sideline. Erlacher esque, right? Erlacher esque. That's a good yeah. that's a good Hindu. Yeah. So You know, they I, say who is the Hindu, you know, who does it remind you of, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think when you have that and then we have a team that's balanced, you can go fifty or fifty and fifty five or fifty and twenty six, right? You could do fifty five, ninety three. You can mix it up. And you can have more balance in the rotation, but you can also specialize. So I think that's what really this, this linebacking core interiorly gives us versatility. And when we talk about being able to create a defense that travels, that's a key phrase. And I think all four of them possess unique skills that allow them to be versatile. I, I can see that, no doubt yeah. about it. You know, I, I look at them and I think, you know, you got Mark Robinson who's so quick to – Pull the trigger. Yes. Uh, but pass coverage is sometimes it looks like he has some difficulty. Um, Had a couple of those in the game. Yeah. Yeah. We exactly say he's so. dropping in the zone and, you know, he looks outside, ball goes inside. Well, got to stay thing, square. Yeah. The whole thing about it is, is I've heard Mike talk about this a number of times. And one is get to the deepest part of your zone and then square up. The big job one is get as deep as you can into the back end of your zone coverage responsibilities and then play with watch your use your eyes. Yeah. You know, just use your eyes to move you to the ball. And that's just something that Mark Robinson has to learn and as as well as the the uh the man coverage responsibilities that are going to be sometimes can be problematic based on who you get matched up with. Yeah, but running I, back and you got to sift through oh, I you know. know play action. The inside inside is not easy. I mean, you got a lot of crosstown traffic. There's a lot of moving yeah, it's keys. It's like going through a car wash, you know. <laughs> it's like yes. you got all you got all those rollers and everything yes, trying you got to get a through ton the of tunnel. things going. Yeah, you got to weave through was, it. And if it was raining then, yeah, it would be even more like a car wash. But the yeah. fact of the matter is the inside linebacker position is in my mind we are way ahead of where we were last year. Yes. Or at least the Steelers are way ahead of where they were. A year, year ago, absolutely. Well, and there's so much more depth on this team than a year ago. I mean, Omar Khan really went through the effort right. of going and trying to find a lot of different guys and a lot of pieces to fit in here. And I think, and I have to say, great job, great absolutely. job, for Omar Khan and that front office staff, Sheldon White, Andy Weidel and company, Cole Marco, uh, Marcou, sorry, <laughs> Marcou. Um, 
but the guys really have, have gone through and really sifted through and brought guys who display Steeler traits yeah. to this team. And that's why I think you see things kind of being ahead of schedule with how this team is forming and how guys are becoming close. It really makes for a very fun situation. No question about it. You know what? We're going to take a break because we got to get ready to ramp up for the last segment here coming in the second hour. you got the Steelers are going to be here at training camp. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, as Mr. Rogers would say. And That's right. Rogers Center is right down there. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more right here. St. Vincent's, it's training camp. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back in the locker room here as we wind down hour two. And you know, one of the areas that I felt had a really good showing and kind of made both of us kind of perk our ears up you know, in our eyeballs, of course, as we were calling the game. True. Was how well the defensive line played Friday and the depth that they possess. They did. You know, they. I, I thought the defensive line really looked pretty dead gum good. Yeah. You know, um, taking a look at – I thought uh, there, there was a period of time Montrevious Adams had a little bit of struggle. Uh, yeah. He left some plays on the field, as the saying goes. Um, but – Overall, you know, especially the Young Bucks, when they had their yes. chance to take center stage. Yeah. You know, of course, there was no Cam Hayward. There was no Larry Ogunjobi. Which provides plenty of opportunity, right? Right. Absolutely. You would say one one man's displeasure is another man's opportunity. Sure. And I'm sure Cam wanted to be out there. Oh, yeah. Cam loves contact. Oh, yeah. He does. And so he's a guy that you look at and you're just like, that is a guy we need to hold at bay. Yeah, you just hold him back. But it was a great opportunity. Year, year yeah. 13, come on. You're, you're a little beat up. Simmer down. Yeah, right? simmer down. Simmer down, young man. That's but, it. But I will say this. It was a great opportunity for the young guys, for Keanu Benton. Yes. For DeMarvin Leal um, to really come out. Armand Watts as a guy in his fifth year to really show what you could do because you got extended playing time. And – I thought a lot of them really acquitted themselves well, especially Benton and Leal, 95 and 98. When they were in together, man, it was it was, it was scary for the opposing offense. Two-man wrecking crew. You know, as, as Coach Tomlin would say, playing varsity-level snaps against junior varsity talent. There you go. And they, they, they looked how <coughs> we expected them to look. You need a Heimlich there. You okay? Okay. Don't, don't sneeze, you know. Don't pull a Mark Robinson. All right, the thing about it is you take a look at these young guys. You watch a um, Keanu Benton, and the first thing that, you, that, that, that caught my eye is his quick reaction off the ball, his ability to keep a low pad level. He's got some strong hands. he get yeah. his hands on you. But he also has that ability to take on the double team and throw that hip in there and just whack right the guard coming along trying to put a hit on him and hold his position. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a nice job. I thought that uh, when he clubbed, you know, when he clubbed, people moved. And you like that. That's good power. Then you take uh, Wreck-It Ralph, the Marvin Leal. The guy is, is just like what he said. I like to go in there and blow things up, and he does. 
You yeah. know, he wrecks it more than a few things. Well, and you saw them splitting double teams. You saw them penetrating in the backfield. Yes. You saw them making plays in the backfield. Backside pursuit on run plays. Coming down the line, squeezing yeah. to the hole. Being able to strafe right down the line. I mean, those were a lot of skills that were like, okay, you know, because for DeMarvin, as we saw him progress last season, then yep. he takes the injury, and then we don't see him again Correct. because of that injury. So it's like we forget how, 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 this, how, how this kid was coming along. And yeah. this is a reintroduction or a reeducation of what we know about DeMarvin Leal, and he showed up. And for Keanu Benton, you see why when you had that extra pick in the second round, why you go and get this kid. Yes. Because he, he has just – an explosive nature, like you said, when he clubs, bodies get displaced, and and it, it is violent in it his is. approach, and his ability to clear his hips after that club. Because it's one thing to swing a cross body, but then to clear True. that opposite hip through, yep. to make sure that your momentum is still moving in the right direction, that that takes a lot of takes a lot of like balance and control. And for young guys, you, sometimes you have it and you don't. And sometimes you got to learn it. And for him to come ready-made with that skill set um, was really refreshing to see. It was. Yeah. So I, for a good start for the first game. I, I really thought so. I mean, he kept showing up in the backfield. You know, yes. holding his point, holding the point, I should say, or being able to blow up an A or B gap, whatever it was that he was, you know, had to do on the play. And he did not go backwards. You know, I mean, that, that's the important thing is – making sure that you're able to hold your gap, play your gap, move to your gap as the gap moves also. And a lot of guys, or some guys, not they're not, they're not so good at that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. The X's and O's don't stay in place. No, X's and O's, they move. Once the snap goes, and that's part of game brains. I have played, I'm sure you have done the same thing. You play with some guys that are they're, they're very smart guys. Yeah. But once the X's and O's goes, it's kind of like they, they don't have football sense. Yeah. You know, and they struggle in that area of the game where, for me, okay, I, pr- I probably don't got much brains. But, you know, it, you understand the flow of the game and you understand how, you know, things are going to move and wh- who becomes most dangerous on plays. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say this. The head bone is not connected to the body bone. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I think, essentially what it is, is that you're trying to figure out, okay, you know what it is here. On the sheet of paper. You see, you can draw it up on a grease board. Or you can be Kendrell Bell and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you do, Kendrell? And you just scribble it all out? Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> I scribble it out. The ball comes towards me, I fire. It's the like, ball comes away from me, I scrape. It's like, KB, but there's only eight guys on the page. That's right, the other three don't matter. Because I'm about to handle all of this. <laughs> but you got to admit, he was a banger. Oh, wow, my God. Oh, listen, listen, you talk about... One speed all the way, and it was it was always at a hundred. Oh man, that was KB. KB absolutely. You did not want to see KB in practice, games, parking lots, you know, <laughs> buffet lines, nothing, because KB was going to was just going to have. He had one speed. He did, and he 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 played with that speed. And I mean, I he, can't remember. I can't forget the one time he hit Kedrick Vincent so hard on a, on an A gap blitz. Uh huh. And Kedrick tried to jump in front of him. Oh my God! Dropped Kedrick. He he he, he no he didn't drop him, but he knocked him back about four and a half yards. And Kedrick that, never went backwards. <laughs> no, Kedrick was huge. Yeah, and he Kedrick, was a good three hundred fifty pounds. Wasn't yeah, he? and he and he was angry too. 
Well, yeah, was he an angry guy? I mean, you remember the fight with Hokey? Oh, well, I remember that, but I don't remember him always being ho- uh, being angry. I mean, yeah, he, was, he was always angry. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was always well, angry. Well, if you, you call him Shrek enough, I mean, you know, I mean, you get a little yeah. honked after well, a while. I mean, he looked like Shrek, though. Well, he did. I mean, he did. He, he just didn't have that Irish accent. You're right. Yeah, that was right. the only thing he was missing. But I mean, other than that, he as far as the, the facial features and yeah. the, and the mannerisms, it was yeah, Shrek esque. Shrek esque. Yeah, that Shrek, was better out than in. You know, <laughs> know what I'm so yeah, but uh, but yeah, now so so when you see that, I mean, this defensive line really presents some good quality. Now, the one thing I do need to see the young bucks, right? I need to see 91 Jonathan Marshall. Right. I need to see. Manny Jones showed a little bit. He did. He he showed a little bit in the game. James uh, Nyamwaya um, is another young pup that has to kind of get going. Um, you know, the other guy that I think that you liked in the yeah. game. Talk about talk about talk about Samson. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I liked Isaiah Loudermilk. You yeah. know what? He looked pretty good. You know, watching him come off, disengage, holding the uh, setting the edge, coming off um, his block, being able to you know bring the ball carrier down. I like where he's going in his development. Again, it's all part of getting strong enough, and he's looking pretty. You know, he's starting to get a little bit of a Aaron Smith type feel to him. Yeah. You know, or Brett Kiesel somewhere in there where a couple of years you get that development. Tall. You know, yeah, you got that big out. body. You got to fill yeah. that out and play, learn to play with that low pad level. But at the six seven, I also like the fact that you can get a B rup B uh, gap rush and get your hands up. And create that that uh, problem for the crossing routes. Yeah, get you a know? eight and a half foot to nine foot obstruction. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's obviously something within your wheelhouse. Now, can you play the run as well? And I think he's playing the run pretty well. What we saw in one set, you know, one one game. Yeah. Say all right, it, the results were good. Yeah. No, he 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 set the edge as what you really want to do and force flow back to where the bodies are pursuing, right? Yes. And I thought he did a really good job. I didn't really get see him get moved off his point that much, which no. was nice to see. You don't want to see him going backwards. Yeah, he, he looked very sturdy in the position and really trying to two-gap, really trying to learn that two-gap position. And, you know, I felt like when you saw Loudermilk, Benton, and Leal in, I felt comfortable with that three-man group i thought it was a good rotation it looked good they looked, looked like good. they knew what they were doing and they yeah. were able to do the things that they needed to do i'll tell you another guy that's interesting and i i the one criticism i would have for Braden fahoko is he can't stop his can't stop move, he's got to stop wait a minute he can't stop moving his feet all right he tends to anchor in and then hold hold the point but you got to keep moving your feet because especially when you get the outside zones, inside zones, you've got to be able to keep your shoulders square and move to the point where your your gap is. And sometimes I think he gets caught because he braces so hard, and he's such a strong guy. I mean, the guy is really strong. You look at him, his core strength, he's got it all, man. But his feet stop, and then he gets in trouble. Yeah, and, and that, that's where you, you can't sit there and root yourself, right? You, no, can't, you, become can't. A, you can't become a tr- tree in that situation. All right, the end of hour two is upon us, Wolf. It is upon us. And we are on the precipice of hour three. Upon the precipice, so it shall be. We shall see thee in the third <laughs> hour. Inside the locker room, Wolf and Starks, SNR ESPN Radio. We'll be back in a minute. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.